Welcome, everybody, to Forgotten Heroes. It's me, Zach, and I'm joined, as always, by Chris. Chris, how you doing? I'm good, man. I am excited for this episode, because, boy, we have a doozy for you guys today. Oh, okay. We're still not doing the shoehorns. All right. Two for two. Two for two. I mean, it's like, okay, so it's really easy to do it, but these characters are weird that I feel like shoehorns are wasted, and just like we gotta just like jump in and just talk about these these crazy versions of the character that we're talking about today. All right. So do you, so is it safe to assume you 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 haven't been reading anything new since last time? Uh let's see. I haven't switched it up too much. I ran through Spider Island again. Uh, because I'm filthy degenerate, does what he wants. <laughs> um, but mostly, hey, you're not, you're not a ahead. filthy degenerate if the story is good. That's true. That's true. At least I'm not reading Civil War two. Um, so I mean, other comic books. I I, I read. Um, I went over to my buddy's house the other night and I read. He had a you know, Hellboy. What was it? Hellboy in the Family, something like that. It was a one off. And well, uh, what? The thing with Hellboy, and this is. I think I, I I don't remember when I learned this or who told me this. The Hellboy stories, I'm not other than like you know them mentioning an adventure in the past. To me, it's like the Hellboy books, they're not really connected. They're all you know essentially one-off stories that you yeah. can say are connected, but mm-hmm. unless they outright tell you, it's not connected. Okay, well I didn't know that, but read That's a little bit of Hellboy. Yeah. Um, and I've also been I've I started reading through Dune this summer. Oh. So as, as as far as comics go, um, not a lot Nothing. this. But Doom came out this past Friday. Or when we're recording this, we might date. Who cares? Um, <laughs> and I am about 375 pages into Dune, and I've got like a little bit less than half to go. I want to try and finish it by oh, this Friday goodness. so I can go see it. And you know, if if it, anybody who is listening who has enjoyed the ride of Dune meaning that they've read Dune. You know what I'm talking about, that it's like, reading Dune! It's like, all right, I'm reading Dune! But it's also just like, fuck. (laughs) It's just so thick with world building and just like beautiful language. The first 250 pages of this book are world. You don't even start the story until you're like almost halfway through the book. So I'm like like 125 pages past like the midpoint, essentially, and the story's picking up. And it's it's it just got really good. I mean, I don't want to say anything, but it's yeah. Well, from what I know from uh, talking about it with people or videos I've seen on YouTube, I'm talk, kind of talking about it a little bit like the Lord of the Rings and Dune the Dune series. I have not read either. I still like like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I like the movies. They're fun. I have right. you know, but they're not as world buildy as the books no and you know then but that's the thing of like when people try to copy off of dune or lord of the rings it's like yeah we get it you're talking about desert planets space travel elves dwarves whatever but you're not building the world it's kind of like right and it's like the difference between building the world and then getting into the story which is what dune does and then but like and i'm not saying it's bad but i don't know if the, the author if he if he had done Let's do the story, and then as he gets to certain parts, build the world of, like, this is what the person remembers, or this is what the person was taught of the history of whatever, you know? But either way, they're they're great books, because you you think about it, no book series now truly does that stuff. They don't build the story, they don't build the world, then then you go into it, or they don't tell you truly the history of almost everything as you're following the the hero. It's kind of like, 
either you get the world building like oh oh yeah th- this one thing the history of so and so and then that's it yeah or you don't get world building at all right i i it's probably fair to say it's closer to like 200 pages of world building but i think it's also a product of the times dune is like an older book yeah um, so it's like you had to approach writing sci-fi differently then and i think it's the same thing with tolkien i've read through lord of the rings and i'm reading through so i got a little bit more on this but yeah the books are i mean the books are always better i'm i'm very skeptical i'm gonna go see the movie i will pay money to see the movie but it's because one i love dennis villeneuve 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 however you say his name i I love sci-fi you know grew up on that type of stuff that's like sort of my foray into superheroes was like the sci-fi world and growing up with like stargate and like all this other stuff and quantum leap and yeah i I, I'm, i'm really interested to see how the world comes together in the movie i'm hearing good reviews so far people seem to like it i once again it's split and between the community of the people who read it and the people who haven't but the fact that it's able to reach audiences for people who haven't yeah that that tells something about his direction as director but yeah i'm excited to read it and also terrified so that's what i'm doing i'm I'm, you know just torturing myself again so what are you reading zach well i finished ultimates the whole collection wow that was holy shit yeah but there's a part where you get to like the cosmic stuff literally got to a part where cosmic forces that were just like ideas literally had a fight i'm like wait a fucking second what <laughs> like, talk about okay. that denouement <laughs> yeah not, not even like a this is not a spoiler not really it's actually it's funny if i if like galactus everybody knows who he is he is a cosmic force of keeping balance of the un of the the universe and celestial population and shit literally punches master order in the face and this is like but you're it's like the manifestation of order itself and he just whaps him in the face I'm that's hilarious excuse me wait a minute pin slap and order and chaos love it yeah but it's like that would be like if you like to try to understand that's like if you're trying to punch thought literally like you yeah. can't do that's not something you can do but on a certain level when the cosmic forces like that if they fight it's like less about the physical and more it's like combat's a metaphor here yeah like you're not act doesn't matter and then I, somebody i don't remember who literally went oh okay this is a metaphor for me squishing you like a bug and he does that to the bad guy and he's like i'm i'm still new with this i'm like what the fuck wait a minute <laughs> like, that sounds hold awesome. on. that sounds great and then i started reading ba- uh, batman year zero by uh scott snyder and greg capullo did uh, weird i think this is i believe this I actually have it in me i'm pretty sure this is new 52 yeah this is kind of a collection of New 52 stuff. So his Ooh. New 52 origin. Okay. Or it's like when he just started out as Batman and before he was like Justice and whatever. Right. It's it's good. The art, Greg Capullo does great art. Oh, yeah. And Scott Snyder, I mean, you can't, I can't really say any writer is infallible. Of course they're not. Everyone True. makes mistakes. You and I were just looking into a character, a whole thing of like, what the fuck? <laughs> Written by Jeff Johns. We're like, holy shit. Yep. Like if anybody was gonna do that, it would be Jeff Johns. But my God. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta. So it's yeah. It's yep, we're of the same mind on that for sure. Yeah. Oh, listen, Jeff Johns does great work, but Jesus Christ, my guy. Oh yeah. Gotta love. Yep. I mean, I don't know what he's done. Make sure you're you got your toupees on and you have your best suit. You got some dollar bills in front of you because we're talking about Lex Luthor. Oh, that was. I'm so proud of you. That was great. <laughs> That I was, was like, awesome. how do I make a bald joke without without being too obvious? I'm like, ah, oh, toupee. 
He was. Hey, wait a minute. Before you make before anybody says he never wore a toupee. Yes, he did. He did when he was disguising himself as his son, and he wore like a long, like long-haired red wig and a fake red beard. Yeah. That thing that was also the era where Supergirl was a shape-shifting alien for some weird retconny reason. I don't know. Doesn't matter. We're not talking about her. We're talking about Lex Luthor. Right. And so the billionaire extraordinaire, he is quick rundown of Luther, just real quick, because he's known, but not like super known. He's kind got of super... multiple origins, as multiple everybody origins. does. We're yeah. not talking. About, we're probably going to like there was an origin where he was friends with Superboy in Smallville. And then through, through an accident, he became bald and he hated Superboy. There's another thing where his more recent origin is dad experimented on Martian Manhunter and they were friends and then they had a memory wipe and Lex Luthor did not like his father and his father became a alcoholic deadbeat. Right. There's there's a lot of different ways that his character has been approached. What you need to know is that more often than not, he is essentially a creator, right? Whether that's mechanic, whether that's technological, he creates stuff, he makes stuff, he runs enterprises, he runs a business, he's always being undercut or overshadowed by superman and therefore that kind of drives him he's he's teenage angst rolled up a hundred dollar bill so that's a, that's that's a kind of a if, way to describe him chris you just reminded me and mm. i i i got i know this information for what i'm about to quote and then things that they also taught me i love like nerdy youtube videos adoy there's a series called death battle they've been going on for 10 years and they uh, yeah. do some great fights between characters and they everyone has their honestly and i've spoken to people before that everybody has their opinion of like they just say they do math and blah 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 whatever mm-hmm. it's all hypothetical uh, what i will stand with them first off just to get this out of the way yes superman would beat goku because goku has limits and superman does not does not anyway yep. lex luther fought let's they have had lex luther fight iron man and they have had him fight dr D. yeah your boy uh, we're not talk- yeah we're not talking about the iron man one because that one should be obvious to win that but with the Lex Luthor versus Dr. Doom fight, Lex Luthor found a cure for cancer and has done fucking nothing about it. <laughs> yep. He found a cure for a disease, I think, to his sister, like to make to, to get her out of a wheelchair, cured her, and immediately injected her with the same disease to be like, nah, just fuck you. Yeah. Just letting you know I have the cure, but fuck you. So not only is he a brilliant inventor, he's also an asshole. He's very, very much an asshole. Yeah. And really, like, his disdain to Superman is, like you said, he's outshined by Superman. Mm-hmm. He's, okay, Lex Luthor has, and, and I stand by this, he has a god come. Oh, yeah. And then he's confronted by a literal god. Yeah. He wants to be Superman. Mm-hmm. He has also had superpowers before that fucked him up later. Oh, yeah. But he's so resilient. He's had the LexCorp building dropped on him, and he has lost all of his limbs and impaled multiple places, and Superman's like, I can help you, and he still would go, fuck you. Yeah. Yep. And then it's like, oh, well, he's dead now. No. Think. <laughs> this man also just wants what he wants. To th- is like, I want Lois Lane. Well, you can't have her. She's dating Superman. Okay, I'm going to build a robot Lois Lane, and she's mine. Yep. Like, wait. Uh, the, the the drive for this, if he could focus his energy into something good, which he does, like kind of does every now and then, no. he kind of he, he can fall into the gray, but more often than not, it ends up turning pure black once you realize his no. motives. He, he he's not is, really like one who can switch back. No, he even when he was going around as a hero, going under the title of Superman. Right. Uh, if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, this was after new a little bit after the death of the New Fifty Two Superman and the introduction of post. New 52 Superman being in the back. I'm not talking about that. Anyway, when that one died, 
Lex Luthor also had just kind of from that and onward with like Justice Ple- Justice with the Dark Side War. He's like he had a little bit of a change of heart, so he would he had like a basically an Iron Man suit with a cape and the S symbol on it, and he's like I'm a good guy. I'm part of the Justice League on occasion, more like a reserve member. And then I think at some point Superman was like, no, you need to. They, he had a falling out that he literally like standing there in his suit, took the S off and fucked that. And yeah. then the next time we see him, he's starting to do more. He's, yep. start, he, he's got a doorknob with the symbol of doom and perpetual. We're not getting into that either. Yeah. But the I do want to make a note before we start here that the first three versions of Luther that we're going to talk about this episode, all they are different versions of Luther but they are all within the same series and they all interact with. So we'll start oh, off with, shit. yeah, uh, it's really, it's, it's really, it's kind <laughs> of a different way to start the episode that we haven't done before. We've had other parts of characters interact with one another before, like with the Loki episode, like for this. example, but not like this. This is a totally different way to present the character in different versions of him, which is actually kind of cool. So the first one is known as the unknown wizard. It is Lex Luthor. This is from the World of Tomorrow series, right? We don't really have an Earth number for you, but you just need to find the city to find the Earth. And there's a reason we don't have the Earth number, well, because... Let interrupt you there, Chris. Yeah. The series World of Tomorrow... Okay, because you and I were also talking about this a little bit before. That's the Earth he's from, but the right. story of this guy takes place... I mean, and I'm going to... It's it normally we'd save it for recommendations, but if you're looking for it, it, it's in Batman Superman, I think a more recent volume of that. But it, uh, for some reason, the story is like multiple worlds. So this so he's from this one. he's from World of Tomorrow. And then the other two that we're going to talk about are actually from different worlds, but they all right. take place in the same story. Right. Right. So, yeah. First one, like I said, Unknown Wizard. So the world of tomorrow that we keep mentioning is a pocket dimension that's created by Auteur IO in which Batman doesn't exist and everything is really, really advanced and protected solely by Superman. So we already kind of have a earth turn on its head a little bit. And this Luther is a brilliant inventor with world changing tech that he would prepare. He would work his ass off. He would his blood, sweat and tears into it. But every single time that he was ready to present his new idea, he was undercut or sort of overshadowed, however you want to put it, can work either way, by Wayne Enterprises and Martha Wayne. Every time he came up with a new invention, they essentially announced it first, which, you know, for somebody with a god complex being overshadowed by a corporation, that doesn't do a lot for your psyche. He becomes convinced that Martha Wayne, who's running the Wayne Foundation at this point in Wayne Enterprises, is spying on him and stealing his ideas, when in reality, Martha is working with an alternate version of Luther called Dr. Adam. And they're both having the same ideas at the same time. And Martha is just able to get to Dr. Adam first and produce it quicker because she has an enterprise back. So Luther, it's funny to me because once again, consistently outshined by Superman in this instance, he's outshined by himself, which I think is hilarious. Like if this happened to anybody else, it would be funny. But the fact that it's happening to Lex Luthor makes it 10 times fun because the fact that he's always just like curse you superman i'll get you next time i'll come up with something to kick your ass and you know this time he's like i'll come up with something to change the world and like himself dr adam is just like yeah i already did i got a corporation so i think that's hilarious and the irony there is awesome so he gets really pissed off at the lack of recognition that he's receiving and he attacks wayne enterprises with his latest invention called the omni battery which is actually a person we'll talk about that it's a battery quote-unquote battery that has the appearance of a machine but is actually 
a person, right? Like I said. So he's stopped by Superman, who then asks Lois Lane to investigate Martha while Luther is taken away to be imprisoned under, excuse me, Wayne Manor, where he discovered that the other Luther, he discovers the other Luther, excuse me, the one we're going to talk about next, Dr. Adam, and he realizes that uh, he is going to be taken to be a test subject on Dr. Adam's parallel world. Um, so after realizing this, Jimmy Olsen discovers him and is able to slip him a phone, which he uses to call Lois to let her know what's going on. She tells Superman and Batman, as well as Rob, or excuse me, she tells Superman from this, this Earth, right? And then she tells Batman and Robin from another reality that are Oy. on this Earth that we'll talk about in a sec. And they arrive a little too late, and Luther is sent to Dr. Adam's reality, where he's killed by a device that drains him of his intelligence and transfers it to... Okay, first off... This reminds that reminds me that last bit uh, yeah. reminds me of uh, Ghost Spider when we did our Spider-Man Part Two. Oh yeah. Also, yeah. Sorry about the multiverse. Literally, it's a multiverse in one story, and it's fucking annoying. Oh yeah. But yeah, so I so it's Superman of the world of tomorrow and the Batman and Robin of a different re- pocket reality teaming up to fight Doctor Adam. And there may or may not be a third, a uh, second Superman and a second Batman from our from Earth Prime. Right. Yeah. Earth there's Zero, a, there, there's a lot it. of players involved in this story. Holy shit. A lot, lot of is, the same players. <laughs> remember, this is one. This is one story. Right. Right. And so that gives you like a sort of a quick little layout of the Unknown Wizard story. And as we talk about these next two characters, it'll sort of fill in the gaps for what happens and like how Batman and Robin show up and all that. Um, yeah. But yeah, then we get to talk about Dr. Adam. Dr. Adam, yes. He doesn't really have an Earth. He's from an Earth that previously apparently existed. It's comic books. I don't know what else to tell you guys. So, <laughs> Arteri... How did you say it, Chris? Arteri-io. Arteri-io, or yeah. what it used to be called, Observer.io. Yeah. Um, Like a sentient robotic uh, being. One of those crazy it's, machine names. So, he deemed his world incompatible for achieving perfection and destroyed it. Mm-hmm. However, Dr. Adam escaped. He glimpsed into the reality beyond all realities, learning that uh, I'm going to call him observer.io because that's, that's, that's a lot easier. easier to say. Yeah. Yeah. Observer.io was obsessed with creating a utopia. So he had the idea that if he could create a perfect world and it would be safe for him. First off, this is also the son of the world forger mm-hmm. who literally makes reality. Right, yeah. and his bro- and the World Forge's brothers are the Monitor and the Anti Monitor. So uh, we're talking mo- we're talking big guns. Yeah, big guns, and their and their mother is Perpetua, who made the first multiverse from the Omniverse, whatever. But this guy is like how to describe him? If his dad makes realities, he's just kind of he's like experimenting, right? Yeah. His dad makes things that are stable. Mm-hmm. He's like I'm gonna do it a little bit, but they're gonna stay in my little pocket area. And they're not they're not joining the wider multiverse, but like Jesus Christ, it's literally he archives them. These are yeah. w- real worlds he wants. These are to him. These are like stories, and he keeps yeah. them to himself. Basically, yeah, which... he's a giant fucking cosmic nerd. I don't know what to there say. There you go. Yep, <laughs> testament to his power. <laughs> I was about to say, boil it down. We boiled it down. <laughs> there you go. So Doctor Adam struck a deal with Martha Wayne of the World of Tomorrow. So this is remember this is the world with only Superman, no Batman, to provide her with inventions that would improve her world. If she would send him test subjects for him to 
test his inventions. Yeah, this Martha Wayne sucks. Yeah, she's a jerk. She just sucks. It's awful. It's kind of funny, though, that you, we get to see a, a, a Martha Wayne in this position. It has happened before. We have gotten some very interesting Martha Wayne, but I think this one is like it's it's a it's a different side of the coin that we're not used to seeing. So it's kind of cool to see her interact with Doctor Adam. Yeah, and even and then he so Doctor Adam also travels between the world of tomorrow and the world of the night, right. which is a which is the opposite of the world of tomorrow. This is a world without Superman, so only Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. And when we say night, that's K N I G T. Yes, like you know, the Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yeah. Yep. Referring to Batman. Uh, so Gotham. Gotham was the exception of being more crime-ridden on, mm-hmm. of that world due to Batman and Robin, even Lois Lane, uh, protecting Gotham. Yeah. I don't know why Lois Lane is in Gotham in this reality, but I guess whatever. Storytelling. So <laughs> Lois Lane eventually discovered – the Lois Lane of the world of tomorrow discovered that Dr. Adam was making was making the world a worse place and had planned to expose him, but not before he bombed the Daily Planet and Lois was presumed dead. Right. Wait. I'm sorry. That's the world of the night. You all can see now how confusing this is, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're just trying to present characters and we have to build a bunch of separate worlds that interact. God. All right. So, yeah, there's two worlds. The world of tomorrow, world of the night. Dr. Adam goes between both of them. So Lois Lane was in a coma. And when she woke up, she became the spider lady. Don't know why. Whatever. Yeah, that's what happens in comics. You almost die. You put on a new persona. You get a new. There you go. Sure. And then she took over the gangs that were ruling Metropolis, as well as continuing to try and expose Dr. Adam by freeing Arkham inmates. And that would spill the secrets, would spill the secret to their alternate selves who were being used as test subjects. So in the world of the night, you have the normal, like normal Joker, normal Two-Face, Penguin, whatever. And then you have Dr. Uh, Dr. Adam's version that he's yeah. experimenting on. Yep, that are under the control of a different Luther that we're going to talk about next. I don't want to get too yes. ahead of myself. Yep. Spider Lady, I'm not going to call it low and I can't. Too many. <laughs> yeah. Already too many. Spider Lady was stopped by Batman. He started to investigate her claims. And then Batman found out about doc- Dr. Adam, who apparently was in the Arctic. Because- I'm sorry, but supervillains, if you think no one's going to go look in the Arctic, you're an idiot. Yeah. That's the first that's place. That's like I the look. first place they're going to look. Yep. <laughs> Somewhere remote. Hmm. Someplace with maybe a lot of people. Oh, a harsh climate. Ah, uh, yeah. The Arctic. Yeah, duh. It's like either either that or the not really a whole lot of options there. Go if you go to a heavy populated area, no one's really gonna notice. Yeah. Shit. So they find something called the burn hole, which led them to the world of tomorrow, which the lowest of the world of tomorrow fell through. So Superman followed her. The burn hole is literally just a wormhole between realities. I don't know why they call it a burn hole. Yeah, That's it's just kind of a cool up. name. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it because I do it too often. You said it. Yeah. Well, it's just right there. It's not yeah. that. It's not. It's not subtle. No. Nope. So when I'm calling him, so tomorrow I'm gonna call him tomorrow Superman because I can't. Right. Yeah. Fucking tomorrow Superman and Night Batman. So I'm calling them. I don't there care if I'm wrong. I need a way to distinguish them. <laughs> Just for myself, also for our listeners, but also. For- so when tomorrow Superman arrived in the world of the night, Doctor Adam ordered him to ordered him destroyed, but he fought all the villains off. And escaped to Gotham with Night Batman and Tomorrow Lois, I'm presuming, because Spider Lady's off doing her own thing. So in Metropolis, Dr. Adams sent Warden Luther, it's the third one they were going to talk about, yeah. trying to eliminate them. But then the heroes escape to the world of Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, see, Christ. Yeah, I they can't. see they see a certain they see something coming towards them and they're like, we're going to dip. And I'm going to say what's coming towards them when we talk about the next character. And then as they escape, you know, they would... um. 
Martha wanted to give her his, hers. Martha of tomorrow, tomorrow Martha, fucking mm. shit, wanted to give tomorrow Bruce superpowers. Ironic. Uh, sure, I guess. I mean, what yeah. you gotta think about it. The only superhero of that world was Superman. So yeah. Tomorrow Martha injected Tomorrow Bruce with a serum that turned him into a Bizarro-like creature. Literally, I would say he probably has the powers of Bizarro, but also kind of looked more like two. Yeah. And was fucked up. So everybody learned that Dr. Adam was a Luther you know, after they unmasked him, and he escaped into the burn hole, still awful name, while with the heroes in chase, where they entered the superseding reality where they saw observe, Observe.io fighting the Earth Zero, Earth Prime counterpart. So, like, like I said, these guys were like, okay, Observer.io is like Brainiac, but on a more cosmic scale. Like Brainiac yeah. pockets cities to gain their knowledge. Observer.io pockets literal universes, or he creates them. Yeah, that's a really good way to describe him. Yeah, but so, so for them, uh, this is also kind of an example of like a simulation within a simulation. Yeah. If you really want to think about it. That's exactly what that was like. It's like they left their pocket dimensions and ended up in the prime universe. Very jarring, I'm sure, for them. Oh, yeah. Gotta be. And then Dr. Adam got his butt hit because he was like, I'm going to make the perfect reality. And Observer was like, uh, no, I'm doing it. Fuck off. Yeah, and he essentially crushes and uh, pretty funny. Dr. I Adam did. sort of like, he, he sees himself as a god at this point and he shows up and Observer.io is like literally ant metaphor squish yeah, literally, it's like it's like i am a god bitch it's like yeah well you're not a god if i can and yeah. uh yeah so that that is how uh dr adam serendipitous end and with that it's, we it's can pretty crappy yeah very crappy but i think kind of deserved karma is definitely a thing then we get to move on to warden luther who is the last one that we're talking about in this storyline and is arguably the weirdest, in my opinion. That's saying something. Yeah, that is saying something, especially for a Luthor. And this Luthor has a lifelong fascination with the strange and bizarre, which leads him to become the warden of Arkham Asylum, which is kind of perfect about it, as well as having a huge collection of really weird stuff. It's mentioned in his bio that he has an alien spacecraft with a skeleton of a dead infant inside, which anybody can see is like a big fucking red flag. And uh, at some point, he joins this cross-dimensional conspiracy that we talk about with Dr. Adam and the Unknown Wizard, which is attempting to create the perfect parallel reality by removing all criminal elements, right, and dumping them in the world of the night to be experimented on. And after the whole chain of events with Spider-Lady and Batman, Dr. Adam asks Warden Luther to take the monsterized version of Joker, Penguin, and Rudy Jones, also known as the Omni-Battery that I mentioned, to take out Batman, Robin, and Superman after they escaped his headquarters in the Arctic. Right, so Joker and Penguin took on Bats, while Jones and Warden took on Superman with his kryptonite bracelet that unfortunately disappears in the middle of a battle against Superman because Observer.io takes it to fight Prime Superman. And <laughs> Spider-Lady then holds them off so the trio could escape through another... After the conspiracy has stopped, right, after Dr. Adam is killed, the Unknown Wizard is destroyed... Warden Luther is the only one left standing. He decides to do things his own way, but due to his lack of test subjects, he has to start experimenting on his own inmates. And he, quote-unquote, enhances Poison Ivy, Man Bat, and Two-Face while keeping them under control with his own mind control helmet. And with his new army, he takes over Metropolis and renames it Lexopolis. So this might as well be the bad name, because we're getting some real doozies. But, you know, if you got a guy with a god complex who uh, experiments mentally unstable criminals in his spare time, you know, only going to have so much creativity cities. So after the takeover, what's left of the police station shuts down the power to the city, 
but Warden uh, Luther uses Rudy Jones to power the city. That's the Omni Battery. And Superman, learning about this, travels to stop Warden Luther, and he fights his way through the monsters. The experimented on um, Ivy, Manbat, and Rudy. Well, not Rudy. Ivy and Manbat essentially. Um, until he reaches Rudy, where he realizes that he can't destroy him um, since he realizes that he's an actual person, not a machine. And so Superman, you know, that that's the line that he's not going to cross here. Even here, he doesn't cross it in this crazy fucked up reality. Superman risen. And so <laughs> he knocks him off the roof. Rudy knocks Superman off the roof because he pauses a moment. And Superman returns with his wife and son, which allows him to overcome his brainwashing by Warden Luther. We get a nice little happy ending. Right? Well, relatively happy. The city's still fucked up, but yeah. That is the interdimensional, cross-dimensional conspiracy, if you want to say that. So, yeah, those first three, first three loser, losers, oh, I might as well say that. The first three <laughs> Luthers are, are real, real interesting characters. We get, I think we get different facets of Luther with each character. So we get the purely, like, teenage angst with the Unknown Wizard. We get the supremacy with Dr. Adam. And then we get the sort of scientist with Warden. So I'm just sort of kind of like putting that together now. It could be a giant metaphor. It could not. I could just be reading into it because all I do is read these characters all day long. But yeah, interesting. Look at them in three different lights and have them interact with one another, which, you know, it's always fun when a Luther interacts with another Luther when we talked about that last episode in the Shazam episode. And that's also why we're not mentioning Mazas or Mahas, however you want to say it, because we talked about him in Shazam. But um yeah, got a little bit of an extra, extra sneak peek into this episode with that episode. So, um, yeah, no, the, the, these are fucking crazy, and <laughs> I just a little bit while you were at, toward the end there um, mm-hmm. of Warden Luther, I kind of looked a little bit into those issues. This some uh, like brief scan of how it was written, weird as shit. Yeah. Like okay, the now. Because also when I was thinking, I was like, he, he crushed Dr. Adam, okay? Mm-hmm. How big was he? First up, these are people from, like, literal film. Like, yeah. their world is, like, film to Observer.io. Mm-hmm. So they're not that big when they get out of it. Or he's just ginormous. I, or I don't he's, know. I was about to say, scale could be tipped there a little bit. <laughs> right. And then, like, just start. I started. I went to the first issue of this story. And you literally have them, like, as film, the, the boxes, side by side. You're getting the story of the world of tomorrow and the world of the night. And then at some point, they start mixing together. But I'm like, holy shit, this is yeah. weird. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't Real like odd. that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, I can multitask, but even there's a limit to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's only so many Luthers one can handle. <laughs> Not even, yeah, so many Luthers. How about trying so to read universes, that? yeah. Like, I just looked at it, and I'm like, that's giving me a headache. Just trying to keep it straight. Yeah, it's a rougher one, but we get some cool characters, which is why we're talking. Yeah. And speaking oh, really of cool good. characters... Yes, we're going to talk about... We try to, whenever possible, we try to do a... We didn't do... I know we haven't done it for a while, I think. I think on the last one, the Shazam episode, we literally would have just gotten... If we did it from Amalgam Universe, it would have just been Captain... Literally Captain Marvel, but green and white. And he's a creeper. It would have been boring. It literally not that exciting. <laughs> roundabout, way of, roundabout way of saying that we have an amalgam version, which I feel like we haven't talked about a little bit. I feel like we've been uh, finding like mostly just imagines and just like other alternatives. I feel like I'm, it's been a while. I've been a, at least a couple episodes. Since it's we've been about since it Daredevil, I think. Has it? So yeah, it's been. Yeah. Well, like I said, the, if we did one for Shazam, it would have just been Captain Marvel, it and it's not. It's yeah. not that fucking impressive. Yeah, it had been Daredevil. Because who did we talk about before Shazam? 
Oh, man. You're asking me to go back far. My brain does not work that well. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, look at the pretty comic panels. Ooh, there you like, go. That's kind of how my brain works. <laughs> oh, boy. Chris. Keep me, hopefully. Yeah. Oh, okay. Looks like this is my last episode. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Anyway, yes, we're talking about the Amalgam Universe. This is the Green Skull. Yes, it is exactly who I think the other half is. It's so gross. It's Lex Luthor mixed with the Red Skull. And I'm sure you're like, why is it green? Uh, what does Lex Luthor typically have that Superman does not like? Oh, I know. I know. Me. Pick me. It's kryptonite. There you go. That's the joke. <laughs> so, in the 40s, Lex Luthor is an entrepreneur and a philanthropist philanthropist i still don't truly know what that means it's just like a billionaire who gives away money. okay so it's just but, a like, generous billionaire right. yeah like brad pitt yeah so a nice person here yeah. yeah yeah yeah. and he was married to lois lois land or is it lois land i think it is lois land all right so it's typo just, on I, our part I just didn't type that correctly <laughs> i listen i would have i would have been like yeah no lois land that's probably her name i don't know <laughs> the amalgam universe that's the thing you could have written it i could have said nothing and you would have said that for the rest of the episode. Yep. <laughs> Lex Luthor is regarded as a stand-up citizen. However, the Super Soldier, if you remember that from either a Captain America episode or a Superman episode, mm. probably was, it had to have been one of those two. Yeah. That is literally Steve Rogers or Steve Kent or Clark, Clark Rogers. I don't know. Doesn't really matter what his real either name way. is. Yeah. Yes. This got Super Soldier serum, but it was mixed with Kryptonian DNA Super Soldier. And his shield is literally the Superman symbol. Impractical, yes, but still pretty funny. Looks cool as Oh, yeah. So the Super Soldier is the only one who sees Lex Luthor. He really is a corrupt war profiteer aiding the Nazis. You had, I was about to make a joke about Iron Man, and then we went with Nazis, and that's where <laughs> the line was drawn. I'm sorry. That's what, that's what, that's, tell me I'm, Tony yeah. Stark was that. No, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> he wasn't corrupt. I, yeah, I didn't make, I didn't connect that parallel. It's good. And then Nazis, that, yeah, draw the line at that. Hell, the Joker draws the line at Nazis. I fucking... <laughs> yeah, which tells you something. Exactly. So when investigating the Super Soldier program, Luther discovers the element K, clever, which gave the Super Soldier his powers and asked the Nazis to steal some for him, which he turns into a serum to inject himself with, much like the Red Skull does. And it greatly expands his lifetime, but it turns him green and cadaver-like. So his... Yeah. So, like, the... I would say it kind of for the the green skull is more like just withered green skin. Yeah. Um, but in the comics, the red skull is like literally, I think, missing his skin on his face. Yeah. So like, this is a little it, bit different. Right. And the MCU one, it's like, OK, I get that. I remember when that when I first saw him, I'm like, well, he's got lips, but yeah, OK. Yeah, not much. And so it's, it's important well, he, to note that when he first hits himself with the serum, it doesn't totally transform. The transformation, it's, the transformation is a little slow. So it sort of like gives him the lifespan ability first, and then the whole Green Skull's aesthetic kicks in. Right. So after the experiment, Luther develops Ultra Metallo. Because Jesus why, Christ. You know, if you're, you're going to combine Luther and Red Skull, you're going to have Ultra Vert of something, right? You're combining Nazis and a brilliant inventor with a god comp. Yeah, but like the Ultra Met Metallo is literally just Metallo mixed with, I, I don't even know who the fuck the other thing is. It's, it's a beefed up know. version of Metallo. It's kind of all you needed. Oh, and a sl and the sleeper robots. A doy, of course, it's the sleeper yeah. robot. Yeah. That was Red Skull's whole shtick. Mm -hmm. And it was powered by Element K, by an Element K meteorite. Just call it Kryptonite, my guy. Yeah. 
That's Christ. They gotta call it something different. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I just want to pair of So, in order to get rid of Super Soldier, after a big battle, they both sink to the bottom of the ocean. The second invention, known as the K bomb, it keeps Christ. going. We gotta. They start this train, and I, you gotta give them credit. They carry it out. Like. <laughs> well, yeah. You know what? That's Lex Luthor in a nutshell. Stubborn as shit. Yep. And it was handed over to the Americans to swiftly ended the war, while also blanketing the planet in radiation that is only susceptible to the super soldier. Right. Right. Yeah. So I'm, it's the, the only person it really affects. Right. But my my issue with that, Lexi boy, I don't care what universe you're on. This thing, is, you have gotten kryptonite cancer before. Yeah. What the yep. fuck do you mean it only affects the super soldier? <laughs> Bullshit. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, literally, it's like his whole shtick. Like, he carried around kryptonite for so long, it literally, the radiation up. over yep. time gave him cancer. Yep, yep. And now he's somehow I'm, figured out, with his 1940s technology, he's figured out a way for that to not happen. Sure. It's bullshit is what it is. I remember, though, I think when I was watching the Justice League show, God, I don't even know how old I was. I had to have been in middle school at least. And they and they had the episode where they told Lex Luthor he, that he has cancer. Part of me was like, well, I remember I had a thought of like, well, he's, he already doesn't have hair. I, <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. And I just remember that now. And I'm like, yeah, I saw no problem with that thought process when I was yeah. there. Jesus <laughs> Christ. No, <laughs> nothing with that. <laughs> he's already yeah, okay. skipped a couple steps. He's ready. <laughs> oh, God. I was awful of me. I was, I was. I kept it myself up until now. And now everybody's heard it. That's fine. Listen. Oh, now it's on the Lex, internet forever. Yeah. It's Lex Luthor. He sucks. <laughs> yeah. End of discussion. <laughs> and we're done. Oh my god. So Green Skull, I, I, you know, so after it really kicks in and he becomes a recluse, sure, I guess. I don't know. I mean, when you look like him, can't blame him. Yeah, but the Red Skull didn't give a crap. Anyway. Yeah, uh, Red well, Skull also well, had an entire fascist. Episode. Well, so did Green Skull, apparently. He formed Hydra. Yeah, but that's only after he becomes a recluse, I think. Lex Luthor's weird. Yeah. So... And he's control. He tries to control the world like Hydra through banking and intelligence. So they were probably hidden in Shield as well. If this universe had Shield, I don't know. I think it did. So Luther orders Hydra operatives to kill his wife. What the? What? Yeah. My guy, it's called divorce. Jesus. <laughs> what the hell? Is? I think for him it's called a loose end. It's not a, not a. He's dealing in absolutes. It's no wonder he. My God. Yeah. Which uh, Lex Luthor's daughter witnesses and realizes it was her father who called the hit but stayed silent as Lex marries Whitney Frost, who holds a position in Hydra with him. Whitney Frost? Don't tell me that's Emma Frost mixed with somebody else. I swear to God. I am 70% sure that it is. But I will be honest, the reason was not put. I was just sort of more uh, uh, involved with the whole Green Skull Hydra thing and reeling from the other three Luthers that I just, I was glazed, so. Oh my God. Yep, it Dear Lord, have mercy on me. Yeah. No, it's not who I thought it is. No. Never mind. I thought. I think it's just the name. I think it's just a person. Okay. So I was. <laughs> Thank briefly... God they didn't keep stacking characters. Jesus Christ. So Luther assumes that the soldier, super soldier is dead. So his new nemesis becomes Bruce Wayne, agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. My God damn it. I forgot that that was a character. I kind of Well, you already had Darkfall running around, so you didn't need yeah. Batman. I was about to say, I kind of love it. I love it, but it's like, the, the thing with the amalgams was weird, because it was like, okay, you, you're mixing, some fat characters were, were the literal whole person mixed together, like Clark Kent, Steve Rogers. You had 
the the secret identity name was a mix of both, and his history was kind of a little bit of a mix of both. And then you have fucking Darkclaw and Bruce Wayne, and they took the concept of Bruce Wayne and Batman and separated them. I'm like, that's not how that should work, but it does. Yeah. Like I don't. You literally have you literally have Moon Moonwing. It's Nightwing and Moon Knight. It's it's literally a mix of them. Like, but then Bruce Wayne and Batman are two separate entities. Yeah. That to me that also just proves, and I and I'm a, I stand by this in the comics. Bruce Wayne is the mask. Batman is the real person. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because when when his parents were killed, Bruce Wayne stopped. Batman was. <laughs> yeah, that's. That true. also tells you Batman is at like a ha- a hair shy of full on crazy. T- oh yeah. So you know he's fighting Bruce Wayne, agent, and the Super Soldier is revived by the just the Judgment League Avenger. Like. Fucking god damn it. <laughs> it's just, I've broken Zach. <laughs> it's not you. It's it's the 90s. The, ni- <laughs> the, 90s. Holy the 90s broke Zach. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. Well, I was a child. I didn't know what monstrosities were being invented in comic books. <laughs> you, you were so ignorant. <laughs> I was. And Super Soldier fights Hydra and Ultra Metallo because fucking that thing still exists. Yup. Yeah, which Luther found in the ocean and had to go attack the White House. Sure. I mean, also, and I was watching this not that long ago. I was watching uh, Avengers, Earth Mightiest Heroes. That show was great. Don't know why it was canceled. Yeah. They had the Red Skull disguised as a senator in the in the in in the Senate, right? I mean, where else would a senator be? But I think his last name he put his name was Dale Rusk. And part of me was like, what the? F-? Like when I when when I, first time I saw him, it was like, oh, it's the Red Skull. Oh shit. But I'm just like, wait, how did he live this long? Like, Captain America was frozen, and Baron Zemo has experimental serum in him, too. What the, how the fuck did you live? And then yeah. I thought, then later I thought about it, I'm like, his name was Del Rusk? Are you kidding me? No. Rusk! That's really close to red. Yep. If not, is the Russian word for red. <laughs> I don't know. I just remembered, like, back during the Cold War, Amer- people in America would call anybody from Russia or from a communist country of uh, Ruski. I'm like, your name is Rusk. How fucking obvious were you? Seriously? Yeah, can't get much more obvious. Yeah, so part, part of me was like, I, I was like, what did Lex Luthor call himself in the in this world if he disguised himself to be like the president? Pre- president uh, Verde? I don't know. I, I can't think of... President Verde? <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever. I can't, what's green in another language, Chris? Give me, give me uh, something. Ver in French, V-E-R-T. There you go. President Ver. Like, that would have been his fucking name. It's like, come on, my guy. <laughs> so obvious. So stupid. You might as well call him the green octopus or something. <laughs> like... Jesus. No. <laughs> well, I'm sure Hydra's symbol was green. Was a green octopus there. Probably. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Luther's daughter picks up the mantle of leading Hydra in revenge for her mother's death. Right? It supposedly kills the green skull. But it reveals to be a lookalike as green skull is alive and well at the end of the issue. Because fucking why not? Could have yeah. just told me it was a clone, and I'd have been like, "All right." He also th- teams up with Thanos' side. God, you know what? That one should. Be, that one's really obvious. Yeah. And has a hand in destroying many heroes, but is ultimately killed and or incapacitated, and it's unclear what his fate is exactly. But he's out of the picture, and then that universe splits back in because what a weird fucking story the amalgam shit was. Oh my. I know we've talked about them before, but I remember reading. I had to read it online. Only because if I found them in real life, they'd probably go for a lot of money, and I'm not spending that much on that shit alone. <laughs> that like 
it was like the, the cosmic concept of both multiverse of both universes fought and then merged, made the amalgam, and then they split apart because reasons. I don't know. It's fucking nineties. Fucking comic book. Gotta love it. The whole the whole concept was we just want to see them fight each other. Yeah. Yeah. And uh speaking, speaking of nineties. I was gonna say speaking of nineties and speaking of Marvel <laughs> we come on to the next version of Luther, which is from the Just Imagine series. So once again, we've mentioned this before, but the Just Imagine series was written by Stan Lee in the DC universe. Yeah. And this version of Luther is Gunder Gorok. First um, off, doesn't even have the he he's got the alliteration, but that's not the point. No, no, he kind of misses. That's, but yes. Yeah, it's 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 a name. For sure. Oh my god. Um, so this verse, this is Luther. This is confirmed to be Lex Luther in Just Imagine. This version of him, entirely different name, is an arch nemesis of Lawbringer Salden. And after he is arrested, Gorok is arrested in the beginning of the issue. He takes revenge on Salden by murdering his wife when he escapes prison. Just um, so that you guys, everybody know, yeah. Lawbringer Salden is the Superman of this universe. Yep. Yep, and that comes around in a little bit. So Gorok flees Salden, and he follows him. Salden follows Gorok in a ship, since Gorok is heading to Earth at this point. And they crash after escaping the wreckage. They both discover that the planet that they they crashed on has lower gravity and gives them superpowers. Um, Oh, dear God, no, I hate everything you just said, Chris. Yeah, no, it's it's a bit of a big left turn. Maybe a U-turn. No, Uh, fuck all... So what you're telling me, Chris, is that they are both Kryptonians. Basically, yeah. That is so... Yeah. <laughs> like I said, this is a weird episode. Putting this one together was oh, real interesting, no. let me tell you. I don't like this at all. <laughs> so after they get powers, the Church of Eternal Empowerment re- realizes this and aids Gorok in kidnapping a Chinese dignitary from the U.S. government. Could have thought a little bit bigger, but they do this instead. Salden then takes the name Superman with the new powers that he's given to him. And the name is actually recommended to him by Lois Lane, who is his publicist in this reality. And he defeats Gorok and saves the dignitary. And Gorok is buried in rubble after what's referred to as an unfortunate rocket launcher incident. So yeah, this version of Luther does not survive very long. It has a brief taste of power and then bites it very, very quickly. And that's Gunder Gorok. <laughs> Open and Listen, shut. Done and I, done. I love, I love everything Stanley makes yep. except for this. This one here. The Aquaman one, pretty cool, right? Yeah, the Aquaman one, little alternative. Cool. Very cool. This one, not really sure. Shazam, weird as shit. The Green yeah, the Robert, one. the Robert Rogers. Yeah, the Green. Yep. Yeah. All kind um, of interesting in their own ways. The Flash, Batman. Yeah, and then this one just kind of kind of misses it in touch, in Please. my opinion. For all you know, you got, I mean, take a listen to the recommendations. Go check it out for yourself. Tell us what you think. But, like, for us, kind of misses yeah, it. Yeah, very much so, I would say. And so the next one we're talking about is Luter, L-U-T-O-R. Luthor. Luthor. Uh, <laughs> I like Earth. to think it's Luthor. It's probably is and i'm saying it wrong i mean just look just looking at the dude's picture i'm sorry i keep interrupting but looking at this picture he's a big big hunk of dude i'll just say that so just thinking of it to be like lutor with like this big guy that's but i'm done now <laughs> are you yeah i'm just making fun <laughs> but yeah he is uh i also thank you for showing me this picture chris dear lord he's Hell he's no. he is a, he, he's a large lad uh, he is, that. that's that's a description yeah so lutor survived a a near collision with an object from space so he was given cybernetic enhancement confidant kent 
built the metropolis as their brainchild. Okay, I guess he's good with uh, Kent on, in this reality. For At now. one point, both of them fell in love with the same woman, Marta. Wait, hold on. <sighs> okay, weird. I hope yep. we're not talking about Clark because his mom's name is Martha. So I hope this is like Alexander Luther Sr. No, it's it's not. It's not his mother, Martha. Nope. Dear because Lord. this, this, I, I this Kent say, is not talk- Clark. I was just going to say, I hope this Kent is John Kent. Yep. Not, but okay. Yep. It's not. Good. Thank God. Luther killed her and controls Kent to be a slave, and he becomes the ruler of Metropolis. Sure. He also attempted to kill their son, Clark Kent, spelled C-L-A-R-C. I'm hoping that's also not a typo there, Chris. No, that is not a typo. I double-checked dear, that one myself. Dear Lord, I hate yes. that. Yep. So... After discovering his powers, uses his mind technology to break into Clark's memories and suppress his powers, turning him essentially normal. And he doesn't stop there. Under his reign, Luter, Lutor uh, increases the divide between the poor and the rich of Metropolis and was responsible for experimenting in humans, cybernetic enhancements, because he is an asshole. Yep. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and, you know, drove some of them mad and accidentally created uh, the Laughing Man. Hint, hint. Good job, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, stupid. Fucking <laughs> dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your your candid exhaustion with that was made that joke perfect. <laughs> I am exhausted because holy shit, Lex Luthor in any reality just sucks. Yeah. Well, he sucks as a person. He doesn't suck as a character. That also yeah, that's be argued. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Oh my God. So Metropolis being an oppressive state, there's a rebellion brewing, of course, and its leader is Lois. Could be Lane. Maybe doesn't have the same last name. Who knows? Who cares? Lutor captured her and made a robotic duplicate that would lead the rebellion into their du- uh, very complicated way. You have mind control technology, my guy. Yep. <laughs> Once again, just like some are so smart, they're dumb. They 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 make the complicated for no really fucking do. reason. He's a schemer. He's an idiot is what he is. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. And he was satisfied since he was attempting to turn the population robotic anyways. Why? Just because you look fugly? I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. You might want to go speak to a certain Dr. Stone. He might actually make you look better. There's a there's a bit of projection going on with this. A bit of projection? How about a lot of it? <laughs> almost a citywide amount. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, almost <laughs> a, a citywide population. <laughs> so Luter continues his enhancements as well with a kryptonite heart. And while this is going on, Clark regains his memories and powers, dubbing himself Superman, but Super Dash Man. Forget the hyphen. Um, right. Well, first off, this has definitely been years before, and I know I've spoken about the Justice League of China's Justice League members, and one of them is Super Hyphen Man. Yeah. This is definitely taking place long before that. The shit's still weird. It is. Okay, it that's is. it. So his first act is destroy the robotic lookalike of Lois that they, they call Futura. Sure. Looter kills Kent as he realized he had broken free of his mind control and battle, battles Superman in a in a church, because why not? And he had an upper hand with a kryptonite heart. But then the real Lois arrives and takes out the heart, and Looter blows himself up. Because sore loser, apparently. Yeah, that's what happens when you play all your cards on black. Or play all your cards on green, I guess, if they hit that way. I hate it's kryptonite. The, uh, you suck. <sighs> had to throw one in there eventually. It's oh, like yeah, a, yeah. it's like a nice drink of water on a hot summer. Sure, man, I'm thirsty. Anyways, next version of <laughs> Luthor is known as Vril Dox. 
Now that's kind of his final form. This is the last version of Luther that we're talking about today. He goes through like kind of a metamorphosis. I'm going to bring that up in a second here. So it's similar origin to Lex, right? So he ends up building up this big multinational sort of corporation, has a whole sort of like army of henchmen as well as technology at his side and ends up starting a third world war based on a conflict with Batman and it brings about the end of the hero age. And during this, Lex is crippled, and he seeks immortality afterwards, which brings about the science police, which is, but under the guidance of a supercomputer called Universo, Lex arranges in secret to be linked with it. So this is kind of like a very advanced AI. And Lex does eventually, his body does die, right? Because nobody can live forever. But since Universal was continually evolving and upgrading, eventually it re-uploads Luthor's memories and consciousness to itself, which brings it sentience and the belief that it is the one true Lex. So then we shoot forward to the 31st century, and the science police's jurisdiction has been brought to other worlds. So we're like intergalactic. Um, and they're establishing what's known as the United Planets system with Universo at its helm. It gets so big to the point, like Universo gets so powerful that there is nothing that happens within the secret police that isn't Universo doing it. Like they literally, they don't make a move without Universo making it first and they follow him essentially. So like he, like Universo is the secret. Universo is the United Planets. That's so Skynet. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is a, a little Skynet Luther we got for you. And so at this point, um, a dormant birthing matrix of a Kryptonian is found and brought to life. And it being a polar opposite from the science police, obviously, and their rule eventually breaks free of their influence and forms the Legion with Cosmic Boy and Saturn Girl. Luthor, then still as Universo, sensing his arrival, wants to transfer his consciousness to the boy's body, right, the Superboy's body, in order to obtain what, what he calls true power, even though he's got literally planets at his disposal, and sends an asteroid as a diversion to get all of the Legion on a distant planet so he can take it over. But while stopping the asteroid from colliding with the planet, the Legion is assisted by Kolyon, also known as Brainiac 5, who Lex then kidnaps and used to find a planet named Kolu. And arriving at Kolu as Universo still, with the Legion in hot pursuit, Lex hacks the planet's safeguards, creates a robotic avatar from the nanotech of the planet called Vril Docks. So he essentially creates like a robotic brainiac Skynet of himself. And so while Superboy fights off Lex's henchmen, Cosmic Boy and Saturn Girl find Universo and detach Luthor from him. So at this point, you're essentially like severing a lifeline, right? Yep. So Universo is no more. Secret police are just like dead in the water, and there's just real docs, right? Which causes him to have a psychotic break as a robot with sentience, right? Which is never well, a good thing. Well, that, see, that's the thing. The colognes are, they while they are robots, they do have sentience. They're literally brainiacs, but I would say probably, this, and I haven't read the story, so this is probably my assumption. Brainiac at this point is long gone. Yeah. Well, physically, I'm sure in the deep within the hive mind and deep, or whatever he exists, but it's like, but it's like, but that's like the afterlife for them. It's like, yeah, you're there. He's just like, wait, but coming back and being like, wait, what the fuck? I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah. It, yep. And he was created imperfectly with, with the consciousness of a, of an earthling probably also really fucked him up. Yeah. There and Brainiac yes. 5 is best in my opinion. Yeah. That's, that's a, I, I think I would agree with you there. But, so, after having this psychotic break, 
they reveal he is not the Lex Luthor after he's cut off from just kind of like the last straw for him. And this causes him to attempt a huge self-destruct, not only from his body, but from Universal's body that would kill planets in its wake. But Superboy and Cosmic Boy use their combined strength and speed, and they drop him in an uninhabited part of space where he detonates harmlessly. And from there, real docks is yeah, and stay dead. Yep. And at this point, that leaves it enough for Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor, after this episode, is nothing but dust for us because holy crap, that was a lot. That was you. Listen, you found some good Lex Luthers. I was afraid we we wouldn't be able to find anything because it's like throughout the multiverse, it's just fucking Lex Luthor. You maybe yeah, you it, have a you might have like the good version of Earth three. Yeah. Or whatever, but it's like no, you found some fucking good weird shit. There's some real weird versions. I mean, it is Forgotten Heroes. It's what we're talking about. But, yeah. you know, it, a lot of it was just sort of like, oh, what if he was Superman? And I was like, it been there, done that. You know, we need something. We need something. Oh, what if he was Batman? Oh, yeah, OK. Uh, congratulations. Like, what if he was the Joker? Oh, that could be interesting. But there's not a lot of info on him, so I can't include it. You know, so yeah. that's what we got. But if you want to find real docs, you're going to find him in Superboy's Legion, Volume 1, Issue 1 and 2. If you are looking for Lutor or Luter. Which you shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna find <laughs> you're gonna find him in Batman Nosferatu, Superman's Metropolis, and Wonder Woman: The Blue Amazon, all of which are one shots. Uh, if you're gonna find Gunder Gorok from Just Imagine, you're gonna find him in Just Imagine Superman Volume One Issue One. If you are looking for Green Skull, you're gonna find him in Bruce Wayne: Agent of Shield Volume One Issue One, Lobo the Duck Volume One Issue One. Yes, I did not stutter. Super Soldier Volume One <laughs> Issue One and Super Soldier Man of War Volume One Issue One. If you are looking for Warden Luther, one of the 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 crazy trilogy that we talked about at the beginning of our episode, and personally my favorite of the three, Batman slash Superman Volume Two Issue Sixteen and Seventeen, and Batman slash Superman Twenty Twenty One Annual Volume Two Issue One. We got a current one. Got several current ones. If you're looking for Dr. Adam, you're going to find him in Batman slash Superman Volume 2, Issues 16, 18, and 19. And last but not least, if you're looking for the Unknown Wizard, you're also going to find him in Batman slash Superman Volume 2, Issues 16, 18, and 20, as well as Batman slash Superman 2021 Annual Volume 2 issue. So that is our recommendations for the $100 bill rolled up teenage angst billionaire that is Lex Luthor with a God Complex. Oh, that, that was a strong one. I think that's got to be one. Like, we've had some pretty some pretty out-there characters. I think Robert Rogers yeah. was sort of up there for taking the cake, but now I we mean, got some real Kang. sketchy ones under our belt. I mean, Kang, obviously, but Kang's just like... Here's the thing. If strangeness is built into the character, then you can just sort of like, you know, once you get past that's that initial true. boundary, you're just kind of like, yeah, of course. You know, why wouldn't he be a, a crazy person? But with Luthor, like, normally he's just, like, a dude. And so we have lots of just dudes in this episode, but they follow crazy stories, and they interact with one another, and they're, like, nuanced and weird, and, like, one part of Lex Luthor that we have seen, but one part that we haven't. So, that's interesting. True. Interesting. So Join us next time when we talk about, hopefully, a less headache-inducing comic book character.